Noah? Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. You're just now here? But yes, I, all okay. I've heard is Noah. Okay. Well, then we, you missed Hi, Noah. You missed the opening. Hello. So we'll, we'll have to just, so we'll just have to start here. Yeah. So, so, yeah, the recording didn't go, didn't go right, so you don't get to hear the ring or the hello this time, but hello, Keith. Is it really the same without the ring and the hello? Uh, no, it won't be the same, but that's part of the magic of this thing is it's never the same. Right. Got it. So you're up in Chicago. I am up in Chicago. I don't think I know who you are at all either, and this is very exciting for me because I have absolutely uh, no clue who you are unless I know you and don't know that I know you. It, we should, well, we talked a little bit online. Um, I, I, you may follow me on Twitter. I follow you on Twitter. Hmm. Um, should I say – I feel like we're on a, like, a, like an old, old like a 50s game set. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got a blind fold on. <laughs> Are you in the uh, entertainment industry? Um, tangentially, I write about the entertainment industry. Hmm. Um, well, this is this okay. Th- let's just do this then. I'll just try to try to try to ask figure out. Who, well, that's no fun to do that for very long. Yeah. Did you I hear me talk myself into that and then talk myself out of it in, in a single <laughs> breath? <laughs> Suddenly, it became there was a competitive aspect introduced to this podcast. Yeah, I don't like that. that. Well, I'm, not, I'm not here to yeah. compete. I'm here. To, it's opposite of a reality show. I'm here to make friends. <laughs> so, well, yeah, just tell me what was your. So, how, how would I know you? Who would I know you? I, I recently, I was the editor of a of uh, the AV Club, uh, AV Club guy. Oh, I know who you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you have a three thousand in your name? I do. It's oh. three thousand at twitter.com. That that is that is me. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. All right, I'm picturing your little uh, your little picture talking to me. <laughs> your little, your little yeah, we've you, you've chatted, we've chatted yeah. before. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Not, but not in person. And and yeah. I, I will say when, when I when I signed up for this, just the uh, uh, just the pleasure of half an hour talking to Jason Sims was uh, with all with all the reward I needed. And now and now I'm getting it. And, yeah, you're and, you're uh, experiencing experiencing it right now. Yeah. Uh, well, this is fun. I'm going to do it again sometime. Okay, I thought we'd like. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we um, okay. So now I'm readjusting my brain uh-huh. because I went. You went. You just gone from complete stranger to this guy I know from Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> so exactly. now, and I, and I do I do follow you on Twitter. I believe unless Twitter has made me unfollow you, that happens sometimes. But yeah, uh, I always whenever I lose followers, I just assume it's a glitch in Twitter, and no yeah. one would actually. Want to unfollow me? <laughs> you, I admire your uh, your your digital self confidence. <laughs> so what's going on in Chicago? Um, let's see. It's not a whole lot tonight. I um, just got back from taking the dog for a walk and, and mailing some 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 Netflix um, uh, videos back. Um, and Did you like uh, to reveal what Netflix videos you were sending back? Yeah, they were. I actually can't remember exactly what they what they were, but I I I, I queued up a bunch of things from 1972 because I just I just turned uh, 40 like last week, and I'm like I should I should watch the news from 1972 because why not? Uh, but then I got an assignment to write about a um, write a write a piece. Um, I pitched the idea of writing a piece about like uh, how um, Afghani warlords were portrayed in, in 1980s films when they were our friends. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, now I have, on its way, I have Rambo 3 and Spies Like Us. 
uh, coming out, coming my way. So. I would never have put those uh, two movies together in my head, but I guess you're right well, about the. I haven't seen Rambo three actually, so it would all be new to me. But but uh, I mean that's one where he goes and fights on on the side of the Afghan yeah. warlords, and I vaguely remember spies like us being uh, kind of set in, in, if not actual Afghanistan, fictional Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And maybe one where I watched him and was like, eh, this isn't really put my thesis, so I send it back. But, uh, but yeah, that's what I'm waiting for from, from that sense. It was set in, in Afghanistan. Right, exactly. So I was, the only thing I remember, I don't think this is a spoiler, but the only thing I remember from Rambo 3 is that he plays uh, that game that they play with a, with a sheepskin, you know, like a dead sheep. There's some uh-huh. kind of like game they play on horseback with a with a sheep, like a like a sheep's sheep pelt. How how does how does that work, or should I should I just wait? And well, it just it's kind of like they the, the object of the game I think is to move this sheep pelt around. Okay. And they're on horses, and it's very crazy. Okay. Well, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. And that, that may be the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I may have just ruined it for you. So, what kind of dialogue? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no! I just the idea is kind of put in motion by watching the Living Daylights, where James Pond uh, teams up with some very enlightened uh-huh. Afghani warlords. Uh, but what kind of dog I have? I have a German Shepherd mix that we adopted about how many years ago? Eight years ago? Yeah. So um, who is that? that Who's that you're talking to? Oh, that's my wife. You know, I do the exact uh, same thing. If you've ever listened to this tape, this video, because she comes up and go, "Hey, honey, what's uh?" <laughs> So it's, yeah, yeah, it's very common. It's nice to hear someone else do that on the other end. So you're on the other end. She's definitely the institutional memory of, of yes. this marriage. Yes. I can't remember anything. That, that's the way it is over here. So you can tell her that I said hi if you'd like. Okay, I will, I will do that. Yes. Jason Tim says hi. He is, ta- he is calling you, yeah. Yeah, I'm, right. yeah I'm, calling, I'm calling by extension. I'm calling her as well because I'm calling your home. Right. right. And thank you for having me as a guest in your home. <laughs> of course. At least in your ear. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a cold night here in Chicago, and, and uh, we're just kind of hanging out. Um, our, our, we have a um, uh, twenty-month, almost twenty-month-year-old child who is. Oh wow! Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yours are older, right? They're teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One's almost you, eighteen, and one is uh, almost sixteen. And you're younger than I am, aren't you? Just about two years. I actually just turned on Christmas Eve. I turned 38. Okay. All right. Yes, yeah, so I turned. I had turned 40 a couple of days after yeah. Christmas. So it's just strange to think of someone my age having having uh, a teenage. It's strange to think of an 18 year old. Yeah, it's strange yeah. for me to think of it as <laughs> well. And I experienced it. Yeah. yeah. Is, he, is he going to college next year? Uh, yeah, he's thinking about it. He he's just kind of he's kind of being a uh being a bohemian right now, which is which mm-hmm. I, appro- I approve of. Do that while you can. I mean, he's making music yeah. and making little sketches and stuff like that. That's fine. Yeah, he's got time. Yeah, he's got time. Because yeah. if, if he doesn't have, I mean, this this may be the only time he has time to do that. So yeah, I, it's. It. it's it's the kind of thing that you never really um, think of at the time. Yeah. I remember I studied abroad my junior year in college, and there's, you know, I had four weeks and a year rail pass. I remember um, standing in a in a in, a, in a, um, a train station and thinking, well, you know, I could go to Vienna or I could go to Paris or I can go to Rome. 
because all this is, you know, I have a year out past. Yeah. Like, never really favored the idea that this is never going to happen again. Right. You know, responsibility is going to kick in pretty quickly. Right. So where did you go? Um, at that point, um, I think that may have been a hypothetical example, but but I, huh? I, I, I kind of made <laughs> my way. My, my big trip was from from Belgium to uh, the Czech Republic down to Italy and then back up to Paris. Oh, wow. So, that sounds yeah. weird. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, I mean, it was there was no luxury involved. I, yeah. I remember it was sort of like a lot of clothes got washed out in the sink with head and shoulder shampoo yeah. during that trip. Yeah. Um, but you know, whatever. You're 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 20 and, and 21 or whatever. You can you you'll, you can you can suffer. You quote unquote suffer. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's I think that's when you're you're at your most able to put up with stuff like that because you don't, you know, you I think you have a higher tolerance for yeah just about everything probably. And you, you don't really know any better. Right. At point, so, right. You know, I remember I, I stayed in a place that that. Um, at one point, there was standing water on the floor, and I was like, "Yeah, well, you know, well, the bed's the bed's above it, so right. it's getting better." <laughs> hey, and now I, I this is classic yeah. European standing water. That's the way they do it here. <laughs> exactly. Let's just yeah. go to Europe. I, I, I have the just if the next thing that you heard on this podcast was you and I in the train station <laughs> <laughs> making that train decision. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, That's not going to be the next thing people hear on this. Probably not. It is, no, I would definitely. It is not. <laughs> um. So that that's neat. So uh, this this how'd you get your how'd you get your idea? If it's not giving away trade secrets, how'd you get your idea to do your uh, your Afghan connection story? Uh, well, I'm just watching. When um, I was watching Living Daylights, thinking that that's peculiar. I could write something about that. Yeah. And I, I certainly, you know, my my uh, uh, my employment uh, at a place I've worked for 15 years and had been an editor of for eight uh, ended in, in December, and I found myself in a position. It, it ended. It ended this December. It ended, yeah, a few wow. weeks ago. Wow. Um, and. Uh, um, I found myself in an interesting position as a freelancer, where I actually had to. to you know, as an editor, I can kind of like, you know, I wrote and I edited and I can kind of just like, oh, this is a good idea. Maybe I should write that. And now I actually yeah. have to, to sell people on things being a decent idea. So, um, you know, it's sort of a new experience. So yeah. right now I've kind of like trying to figure out um, how that works and, and what people actually want to read and what people will, will pay me to write about. Um, so I don't actually have to go get, you know, a real job. And then people find a way to for people to continue to pay me to watch movies and things like that. It's, uh, <laughs> well, I commend uh, you on, on, on making that happen. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, it's like, it's too late to do anything else at this point. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to do anything else. Right. Uh, so, um, you know, my, my skill set is, uh, is somewhat limited, but hopefully, um, it's still, there's still places that have, uh, will, will want it. How, how long did you, did you do what you did at, uh, AV Club? I um, was I started writing there in 1996. Um, I wow. reviewed a film called Spy Hard. Was my first review, <laughs> and I was a full-time employee there. I started a year later, and I worked as an assistant editor uh, under Stephen Thompson, um, who was there for a long time, and now he's at NPR Music and doing. Great things there, and yeah. I took over as, as editor in 2004. So 
I was there for a while. It was a good run. You were there, um, like in the in the sort of infancy of sort of the real kind of fun internet. Yeah, I don't think I realized it at the time. And 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 really, I mean, I, I when I came on board, it was all about wanting to write for a newspaper. Yeah. I actually remember when you know, my first reviews were coming out. I kind of kind of you know keep walking by this one convenience store in Madison, Wisconsin, where I lived at the time, waiting waiting for it to come out. And like, it was very exciting to see my name in print. And oh, so you were in the that, you were in the Onion newspaper. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, we still are. Uh, they, they still are. Past tense. Um, yeah. Printed uh, with um, um, with the onion as, as the back back half of it. Okay. And, um, and that was the case at the time too. So yeah. I kind of, kind of wait for the newspaper to come out. And, and like it's strange because you know I, I wanted to write for a, a newspaper, so that would be really cool. And I you know I wrote for them. I wrote for the Alt Weekly up there. And, and a little bit for for one of Madison's daily newspapers back when they had two um, daily newspapers, and it was really exciting. And then and then <laughs> obviously for a while, but writing for newspapers is just not um, not something that you could do. You know? right. I, I I used to assume that you know I could just kind of wander around from from town to town and work for their alt weeklies or whatever. Um, like you know, I kind of roll in like your jet know, and figure out how things work. Under the earth <laughs> adventure. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure I'm sure the people in Tucson could use some movie reviews. You know? <laughs> uh that whole landscape is, has changed. Oh, yeah. Um you know and, and and I don't think it's changing back either. Yeah that's that's what I I didn't I didn't finish uh didn't finish my degree but that's what I Last, that's the last thing I was studying in college when I left was uh, print journalism. And yeah, I never actually never actually worked in the field. What were your aspirations? Like, what did you want to do? I just think, kind of like you, I did not want to. Um, I did not want to be, you know, in a factory or mm-hmm. in a in a boring office. And at least I, I, right. I will say this: at least I am not in a factory. <laughs> I, am, I do spend time in a pretty. Uh, what can be a mind-numbing office, but um, but no, I, I think my expir- aspirations were to. I mean, I, I kind of looked at um, print journalism as the most realistic sort of creative thing you could do, but uh-huh. the one the, the one that was the most grounded because I come from this, you know, sort of a you know a rural working you know sort of working class environment. So, like, to ever, ever dream about making a living doing anything creative was was the – I had a talk with a guy yesterday, and I said it would be like telling people you wanted to grow up and be a centaur. Uh, you know, right. it's just it's just not – you do not see that as a realistic option. Um, so, uh, I think that's what it was. I mean, I, I, had, I had messed around. I mean, I, I wanted to – originally, I was a history major. Because mm-hmm. I am very interested in history, and I think I wanted to teach history. Uh, but in Alabama, all the like as far as high school goes, most of the history classes are taught by coaches, so they can have the coaches, you know, for the for the sports teams or whatever, and they can give them the job, you know, teaching. But that seems to right. be what they teach is history um, for some reason. Uh, but then I I decided I just I did a couple other things. I think I, I was actually a a, a Print journalism major, creative writing minor. Uh, so I think I wanted. To, I think I wanted to write, but I think I've actually. Right. I, I like talking more than I like writing. 
It's probably going to be easier. <laughs> Actually. Well, you're finding outlets for it, too, which is, which is exciting. What's that now? You're finding outlets oh, yeah, for it on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy about it. And, and both, I'm happy about both these podcasts because I didn't really want to do them. I just started mm-hmm. doing it like, like they just both kind of – this one grew out of something I was doing and not recording. Like I was doing what we're doing right now, just I wasn't recording it. And uh, and then um, the other one happened because somebody wanted me to do it. And I never would have ever decided to do it on my own because I think there are too I think there are too many podcasts, frankly. But right. But anyway, yeah, I'm glad. I'm I'm I'm, I'm thankful that they're both still going. Wow. So I'm trying to think what I know about Chicago. Um, improv is what I think. I do I do improv, so I think of improv when I think about Chicago. Yeah, it is uh, somewhat well established here, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm not from here originally, and I've been here. I've lived here for 11 years at this point. But I, in some ways, I, I definitely feel like a Chicagoan, but but mm-hmm. not necessarily. An, I feel like a like a second generation Chicagoan in a way, you know, or not not, a second, not I mean like a transplant uh, or or something, you know. And just some of the, some of the native ways here are still uh, um, still. Uh, confound me, um, but um, um, just the whole Chicago culture of you know Bears fandom, and, and, and uh, I've never, I'm not, I'm not that much of a sports guy anyway. But but the one sports legion I developed was for the Green Bay Packers, and it doesn't really fly down here. And and <laughs> and, and, and as far as like baseball, um, you know, I grew up a Reds fan, so uh, it's kind of hard to root for someone and you know they compete against, but. Um, as endearing as you know the Cubs lovable, lovable loser image is, it doesn't uh-huh. really. And I enjoy going to Cubs games. But it doesn't really square with the reality of, of really field around game time, which is which is just kind of um, massive drunken humanity that you never want to be near. You know, so, <laughs> and you're paying, know. you're paying to be near them. Right, exactly, exactly. So it's not, you know, it's, 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 I really do love the town though. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a nice place. But, but there's, um, there's sort of this, the second cityness of it is occasionally, uh, evident. I don't want to talk, you know, you know, ill of, of, of yeah. my city, but, but, uh, um, it's never really more apparent than with our annual, uh, New, Year, New Year's broadcast, um, which is, um, you know, features like local talent and, and not so glamorous locations. Like this year, it was, was sort of not even quite B-list musical guests for the most part. Like this year, uh, it kept alternating between the big attraction, which was a, a performance by uh, Rusted Roots. Um, <laughs> wow. It is the year 2013, which we're rushing in, uh, <laughs> with the B attraction, which was a performance by the um, Prince Experience, which is Milwaukee's finest Prince tribute act, uh, which is led by um, a guy who's at least 30 pounds too heavy to pass for Prince. So, you know, you don't really feel it's a, you know, it's things like that that makes you feel like you're not really in a major market, even though Chicago is one of the biggest cities in America. Yeah. But, um,. It's just not. I mean, I mean, I guess just compared to, you know, even though it is a major city, I mean, it doesn't quite have, I guess, the entertainment, uh, you know, industry, like, you know, like like it, like New York. I mean, I certainly like New York and LA, but I mean, yeah, it's changing a little bit. They film a lot of stuff here, and it's, yeah. it's a great theater town. And obviously, a great comedy town, as, oh, yeah. as you know. But 
But it seems like the, the TV shows, um, the film here are kind of, kind of doomed in a way. Uh-huh. Like they used to film around well, the office where I used to work quite a bit, but the shows that filmed there were, were Boss, the Kelsey Grammer show, which um, didn't didn't never really caught on, and and um, uh, Mob Doctor. Uh, occasionally, I'd be walking walking to the office, and, and I'd walk through the side of uh, of Mob Doctor uh, <laughs> while that lasted. And you know, the Playboy Club filmed here. You know, so it's just yeah. not. It doesn't seem to work out very well if you film a show. What kind of people? What, what kind of people? Because I mean, I, I guess a lot of people who end up going to New York or going to LA, they're wanting to do something, you know, creative or whatever. What kind of people end up in Chicago generally? Where are they drawn from? Was it just all kinds of people. Well, I think there's a lot of people like me who are Midwest natives. I'm yeah. from, from Ohio originally, and I, I went to Madison, Wisconsin, for grad school. Um, so I think there's kind of like it is the biggest city in the Midwest. And I like the Midwest and I like and I like big cities, so it's yeah. kind of like the natural place for me to end up. And so I, does it have like a real Midwestern vibe? Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely that that to it. You know, um, I mean it's it's um, it's a definitely definitely a different feel than than New York. Or, or I've only spent a little time in LA, but it's, yeah. it's kind of got its own own thing. I've never been here. People here are friendly, wouldn't you say? I'm, I'm back-checking the friendliness of my city. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you, you uh, open, open your door and go out to the street, and we'll find, <laughs> we'll find out. How yeah, nice exactly. <laughs> but I've never found the New York stereotype being unpleasant or uh-huh. particularly uh, truthful either. So, no. Yeah. Well, they're unple- I mean, there are unpleasant people everywhere, and there's just, I guess, more people in New York, so there'd be more unpleasant people. And, I, and what I've heard about New York is that people are just kind of in a hurry. Yeah. And they're just kind of, they could just kind of be short with you because they're in a hurry is what I've had explained to me. That makes sense. Have you have you never been to New York? I have though? never been to New York. Or, or Chicago? Or Chicago. I have, I'm very, I've been very few places that, um, I mean, I, I'm, the only time I've been out of the southeast uh, I've been out of the southeast one time, and that was pretty much going from an airport to a hotel back to an airport. <laughs> and, oh, then, okay. and then uh, I've been to uh, Italy one time. Oh, okay. So other than that, it's just the southeast and Rome and Florence, and that's it. Those are good places to go, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, yeah I, I went to Huntsville as a kid. Did you space um, camp? Yeah, no, I just went to the Space Museum. Oh, yeah, the Space uh, Rocket Center, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which made a made a really strong impression on me. But I had a, a friend in, um, like when I was in first grade, who moved to Alabama and went to visit his his family uh, down there. And where, where do you remember where he lived? No, I have oh. no idea. Okay. I, I, I didn't think it was in Huntsville, but I think Huntsville was a place we could go. So yeah. we did. Because I'm 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 from I'm originally from just south of south of Huntsville, a place called Coleman, which is okay. in driving distance. I was just wondering if it was Coleman. That would have been interesting. Be interesting if it turned yeah. out to be me. Yeah, that would be. But I my name. <laughs> if your real name is Wesley, then then uh, then, then definitely. Well, I'm not going to say. Definitely a possibility. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> right. say. But yeah, the Space and Rocket Center for a kid—that is just an awesome place because it. Made, I, you know, I went there a few times growing up, and it made an impression on me as well. Did you mm-hmm. see the monkey? Was the monkey still alive then? The I don't monkey? remember. I don't remember a space. It was like a monkey who went into space. Yeah, Miss, there. Miss uh, Baker was there. Yeah, they called oh. her Miss Baker. And they're actually two, uh, either two or three of those monkeys are actually buried there on the premises. 
You can see oh, the little, wow. you can see their little monkey tombstones. <laughs> but when when I was a kid, I went there and she was still alive and she was in like this uh, plexiglass, this big plexiglass cage. Yeah, she had been to space. Huh? That I, I don't remember. I mostly remember the thing where you could lift what looked like to be a very heavy object uh, to simulate, but wasn't actually heavy to simulate um, moon gravity. Yes. Yeah, there's, it's, it's a neat place. They've got all kinds of, like, they've got Rocket Park. They've got all kinds of, you know, rockets and missiles and all kinds of stuff out there. Huh. Yeah, this has been, this this segment has been brought to you by the Space and Rockets <laughs> and the <laughs> Alabama Tourism Bureau. <laughs> uh, every one of these calls, like I said earlier, every one of these calls is different. This has been very different. And I'm, I'm trying, I'm finding myself lapsing into, uh, because you're, you know, you're a rotter type person. And you're in this other, you're in this, you're, you're somewhere other than I am. I'm, I'm trying very hard not to lapse into Jason Sim puts you in your place mode. Right. So, uh, well, I just want to have a conversation and I'm, try, I'm trying not to interview you. <laughs> well, you could, I'll come back to the other one sometime if you want. Okay, yeah, we can. We, 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 we can, can make that happen. Okay, that's, that's yeah, we can make that happen. So, All right, so let's just have a conversation and let's see what are, what are I normally, well, it's kind of like, you know, pleasure and work or, Kind of blur for me, but well, yeah. you seen any good movies lately? Have you, have you seen any big holiday releases this year? Oh man, I have. The last movie that I saw in a theater was Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> call IMAX 3D, and I was. Yeah. There, there were some beautiful. There were some beautiful shots in it, but they didn't. They, that's about all I will say. <laughs> there were some beautiful shots in it. It was. No, I mean, you're right. It's, it's a it's a it's a great looking movie. Yeah. and Which I, I saw a, I'm and, a fan of of. I'm a, you know, of, of a lot of his films, but it's just that was very disappointing. Yeah, it, it's it's really. I, I, I guess the thing with that movie is it, it looked great, and then as long as you can think about how 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 dumb it was, right? Um, I mean, how I mean, it filled in all these gaps in the in the alien mythos that no one was really asking. To <laughs> And it did so in the most in the in the in the dullest way possible, yeah. and and then just you know I'll never know that scene where they first encounter like an alien creature, and it's you know the first time I think it's supposed to be depicting the first time humanity itself has ever encountered an alien creature, and they're treating it like 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 a you know like a um, a monkey at the zoo or whatever. Yeah. It just to make this is not how humans behave. Right. Know, I mean, but, uh, I got the sense when I was watching it is that he was like he paid very close attention to the visuals, but he was just like, mm-hmm. eh, like like, like any time it's like the actors like, do you want do you want to do you have anything for me in this scene? He's just like, eh, you know, yeah. like, like maybe he didn't even look at the script. He was just like he like he didn't look at the lines. He was just like okay, he was just like thinking about okay landscape. Yeah, there's a landscape. I'll I'll, I'll go work on that. Like. It was just a weird experience because it like the visuals were so meticulous, but then like the story was just a mess. Yeah, you got to get a good screenplay. Do what now? You had to get a good screenplay. Yeah, that's just you know, it won't, yeah, it won't work without it. No matter how impressive like the effects of moisturizing oh, yeah. off the alien landscape look, you know. And I've not been in, that impressed with 3D before. You know what I've seen, but that I thought I thought he really used it well. In that, which it makes it all the more of a shame that it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, it's a good way to end with us being disappointed by a film that's been out for eight months or whatever. You, 
the people talked about very briefly this summer and then quickly died. I'm glad that we got the ball. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I will I'll continue to see you on, on, on the Twitter and yes. uh, and in, in hear your phone calls to other radio shows. And I'll continue yes. to this podcast, which I've enjoyed. Well, thank you so um, much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you want to talk again, just let me know. I will. I will. And you have a good evening. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.